If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. If Mean Girls was a person and then that person suffered blunt trauma to the head, you would have brats. We saw brats, so you know what that means. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? That was a new theme song from Nick Jagger, and I'm glad I let the uh, little uh, tambourine play out at the end. Uh, welcome. We are talking about Bratz today, uh, the 2007 <laughs> film based on the popular children's toy. I am joined, as always, by my co-host Jason Manzoukas. Jason, how are I you? I can't believe Mick Jagger did a theme song for us. <laughs> That's, That's pretty huge. <laughs> That's Mick's, uh, no, it's, uh, it's Nick Jagger. This is a Mick. Mick Steph. Jagger from the Rolling Stones. Yeah, Stuff. no, it's it's Nick. It's uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, also uh, joining us as always is our co-host uh, June Diane Raphael. How are you, June? I'm good. How are you, Paul? Very good. Um, I'm excited to talk brats with both of you. Uh, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. But we are joined by a very uh, special guest. Uh, she is somebody that I think is uh, fantastically funny. She has a brand new series on Vimeo. Uh, just go to Vimeo.com. Check it out. It's called 555. Please welcome Kate Berlant. Hello. Hello. Oh, boy, Kate. How did you feel about brats? <laughs> brats. Okay. Gotta get them brats. I have to be honest, I loved it. <laughs> I'm pro. <laughs> You're pro brats. I paused it certain frames. I was like, well, it's shot on film. 
It's beautiful. The colors are vibrant. I'm not kidding. I have oh, a lot pops. to talk about. I will it say pops. she pops. I will say that I enjoyed this movie. I find myself sometimes watching these movies and checking like how much is long, how much oh, yeah. longer, how much longer. And there was something about this that had a nice forward momentum. Oh, to see, it. I paused it at one point to be like, all right, I've got to be near the end, and I was still had a full hour left. I was like, how yeah. have I only watched? 30 minutes of this. Oh, this movie is two hours long, by the Holy way. Holy cow. It's an hour and 50 really? minutes. Yeah, an hour and 50 minutes. I thought it was 132. I was like, how economical. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, this, like, is like, gotta, uh, this is like pushing. This is longer than I, The Dark Tower and Dunkirk. This movie is longer. By the than- way, and it's in 70 millimeter. I watched it in 70 mil. I, I rented a theater and I got them to play it in 70 mil. Well, uh, here's my question, uh, just to throw out as a general, before we even get into specifics. Ugh. Is this movie... A parody? Is it satire, or is it supposed to be straight down the middle? I can't. Oh no, this movie no, this... is not at all a parody or satire. This no. is like, but I th- feel like this is Mean Girls or um, or um, cheerleader movie. What is it? Bring it on. Bring, Bring it, it on. on. But for like younger girls, but I feel like this is aimed it? at like tween girls, not teen girls. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right? interesting. There's one scene, I mean, there's, it's like where to start with Bratz, but there's one scene, <laughs> like a makeover scene where they all go shopping. Uh, which for, makeover scene? Okay. <laughs> they go to the mall, the one where they're prepping at the Grove? for, at the Grove, they're prepping for the Sweet 16. Yes. Um, by the way, one of the characters, Meredith, has a second Sweet 16. But that was one of the jokes that made me laugh in the movie. The presence of her MTV. second. Oh, the MTV yes, producer. MTV ever- produced oh. Sweet 16. But there's one moment where they are getting made over. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of younger girls yes. sort of sitting at a, I don't know, island of some sort. And they're they're making them over. And that's when I realized, like, oh, this that's is for the audience. Yes, mm-hmm. this movie is those for little those girls. little girls. This movie is for gir- little girls that play with those dolls. Now, Not is there any else. more information? Or, or, like, is there a TV show that we should have seen? The Doll. The Doll is what this movie is based on. The Dolls were very popular. Keep your eye on the Doll. Yes. <laughs> okay, but are there Wait, books surrounding the Doll? Um, you can't just keep on saying well, the, the Doll. Well, do- the Dolls, there were four 10-inch Dolls released in 2001. Yasmin, Wait, Chloe, Jade, and Sasha. Yasmin. Yasmin. And then a uh, fifth brat was added in uh, 2015, and her name was Raya. And what is her nationality? Raya. Wait a <laughs> minute. Did she invent the dating app? Uh, she is a... Yeah, she's she probably did. That's Raya the Brat invented the celebrity dating app. Uh, but the Brats did spin off to Brats Kids, Brats Babies, Little Brats, little, Brats Boys, brats? Itsy Bitsy Brats, and Brats Pete and Brats Pets, not Pete's Brats Pets. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the Brats Babies with a Z are very disturbing because uh, they are as like uh, but, sexy as oh, the Brats. No. Okay. Brats were Wait. a doll that I remember being like criticized because they were too skinny and had too big heads, right? That was the thing They look Bratz. like the Steve Madden uh, like yes. ads. Yeah. Like, yeah, their eyes are very big and yeah. Now here's what I do appreciate about the Brats though. I mean, 10 inches. So that's like taller than a Barbie doll. Yeah. Is like, it right? The, I yeah, would say it's the same. Than, they're louder than Barbie. They're louder than Barbie. <laughs> yes, well, yes. That's what I think they sort of are a response to. Which, in some ways, I pre- now look. This movie was nothing like I thought the dolls were, having seen them only a few times. I thought the brats were brats. I I would have well, assumed they, as much. <laughs> I thought I that too the would brats have thought that. were brats. Like they were kind not of brats. Bad ass. Like if anything, rough, Meredith and her group would be the brats. brats. Yeah. They're reappropriating 
brat. Brat. Right. They took, oh. they embraced the brat. Like well, that's that's did, the whole. But I didn't do think really. the good thing about the brats is oh, so there they are. I'm showing some pictures okay. of the brats, uh, just so you can see. There's yeah. a you know. There's I do a, think it's cool that they they, they feel like a response to Barbie in that they are multicultural. Well, sure, and they are also young. Like I I think Barbie is meant to be they an, have an full adult makeup woman, on, right? Jason. Yeah. They're not. They're high school is How high school old kids. Do you think Barbie is? <laughs> She's a professional woman. She works. She drives a car. Okay. She has an apartment. How old She's is a Barbie? woman. I would say yeah. Barbie is in her mid twenties. Okay, that's um, interesting. That's interesting. I was going to say 27. 27? What do you think? I Barbie? think Barbie's 21 if she's a day. Okay. That's oh, no, no, no. I, I agree. Oh, I, I think, feel like she's in the 20, I think 25. Malibu Stacy is 21. No, but I Barbie's think Malibu like Stacy's 18. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I got to make some calls. 27 probably isn't right. 27. Yeah, I think yeah, 20, thinking, She's too put close to 30 yeah. at 27. 24. Regardless. Yeah. 24. Regardless, yeah. I think Barbie is an adult, let's say, in her 20s. And I think the brats are high school kids. Right? Oh, wow. Yes. They're yeah, freshmen, so. they're freshmen so. in high school. Well, and I, have a, I have a fundamental question about this movie. Yes. What is the length of time this movie takes place during? A whole year. No, no, more like. than two. Because Three years? Because, like, I, eight minutes in, they're like, two years later. Yes. And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it jumps. They kept saying, two, it's been two years. And I was like, since when? Comic, and since what? Uh, since what happened? They yeah. walked into the cafeteria. And, and like a couple of people waved at each of them. And, and they all were like, it. later skater. And they basically stopped talking to each other for two, two full years. years. I and think they didn't, it's powerful. And they didn't really have, fr- <laughs> they, they didn't seem to have a breakup, though. They just seemed to they were fade involved away. with. They ghosted each other. Yeah, They, they were <laughs> brutalized into categories which women are and teen girls are more yeah. than anyone. And One so, category being mimes. Well, yeah. yes. that was the thing. Sometimes, this is why I thought the movie had elements of satire in it because they would be like, oh, those are the loners. And then the mime was hanging out with some of the loners, but then there's also a table full of mimes. So... There was, and there, like, I felt like there was some elements. Like, when that kid jumped in the pool with the leather jacket on, he f- swam up oh, to the I little brother. I'm ready to talk I about could write summer. a dissertation on the little brothers <laughs> in teen movies. This kid is cut from the same cloth as the teen witch little brother. Yes. Like, a hundred percent. I well, disagree. Wow. <laughs> I think the teen witch brother has so much charm and is so delightful. Yes. This little brother yeah. made me feel sick. And this little brother is a fucking pedophile. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. He's Well, he's hitting, hitting on, on Meredith's little sister. Nine-year-old? Little sister. Yes. But how old is he? That's what I wrote. Because he's flirting. He keeps saying me likey. It's disgusting. Which I, which I did not care for. You didn't like I didn't like he, him saying me likey to the child who child. is in the movie. But then I was like, I don't know. Maybe they're in the same grade. I, I don't know what this no, is. I, I thought Jason, she was no. younger. He was She's younger. She's much younger. She okay. was she has a lot of sass, though. She She's was a, a star. Yeah, yeah she, she is great. She was terrific. She was one of my favorite parts of the entire movie uh, because she just, you know, she knew how to throw it back at her sister. I mean, her sister isn't... These are the jokes here, folks, is what she says at one point. <laughs> well, here's something I just put in your, your bonnet. Uh, so the, per- the, the people... Now, just for the listener, June is wearing a bonnet. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, uh, we make everybody now wear bonnets. Um, this movie was written by a writer of The Man Show and The Ollie G Show. What? What? what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the story was by uh, Adam Delapena and David Ellenberg. And uh, yeah, D- The Ali G Show and uh, The Man Show. 
That's uh, their, some of their credits. Wow. Well, listen, the basic story behind this movie is, I will say, there's something about it that's kind of original, which is, it's not just Mean Girls. Right. It's not, it's, the idea, the basic premise is that in high school, you're divided into these groups, and so nobody can ever fully be themselves, because what it is to be themselves is to be more than one thing. Which high, the high school hierarchy and structure does not allow. Well, for. because they're running this high school like a prison, which is set up by John Voight. And that was hilarious. Yeah. Right. The fact that that was John Voight kept I, blowing my mind. When he was voguing at the end. Yes. I, yeah. He's John having Vo- fun. John Voight, like, by the way. In a big fake nose. Yes. And ears. And ears? Yes. Nose and ears fake. Um, he. Uh, it was interesting because watching this movie in the beginning, when you see the names pop up, I'm like, this is a movie that came out in 2007. I'm like, is I should recognize. 2007? Yeah, I should like recognize a name or something. And the, oh, the first and only name really I recognized was John Voight. And then later, Kadeem Harrison, who was on Different World. But that's even a deep pull. But I mean, I didn't recognize and, and still don't recognize. Yeah. yeah, they didn't. I don't know. I didn't. This is like a movie. That was trying to launch a lot of new talent. A lot of, it was also like it did. Like I have no. And again, I do think this is. I kept coming back to like. Oh, I think this is a movie made and marketed to children. So like I don't because I was like I similarly yeah. was like oh I don't have any reference point for no. this. I don't have any cultural awareness of this. I know the dolls more than I know that this movie exists. You know, but in a way, I was like oh, but I think it was probably marketed towards like ten and eleven year olds. So like I I don't think it was meant to be. Mean girls or have that kind of crossover big right. huge. No. I think it was like for kids and would play on like Nickelodeon or something or I don't know something like that. Go. Or HBO Go. Is where I found it. Same. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it. I bought it. You did. Oh, that wow. says everything. It was seven ninety nine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And now you own it. I own Lucky brats. you. <laughs> I own brats. <laughs> it really does look pretty amazing. There's elephants in this movie. The clown stuff? Yep. Clown yeah. Stuff I paused cool. the frame and I was like, yes. Yeah. This the is, clown this stuff is was sublime. Cool. I, the, the clothing, though, I'm surprised to hear it was released in 2007. I found the clothes to be so gross. Shocking. Shockingly terrible. Belts. The use of belts. Belts <laughs> where I've never seen them before. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just hemlines and pants over skirts over Almost socks renaissance. Or, like, rena- yeah, I feel like the so costume designer was like modern renaissance <laughs> flair with it's like just, kind of where are they? We're creating our own look. It's uh, you know, it's like it's futuristic fashion. See, you know, that kind yeah. of like, well, it does fashion that doesn't exist so they could probably get it for cheaper because if they had to buy like name brand stuff, they couldn't afford it. Like I feel like this movie I was think, like shipwrecked. I, I think it's basically I think if this had been made for teenagers, everybody would have dressed normally. But because they were marketing this movie towards kids, they can't dress them up in like too revealing of things. Or I feel like they were over correcting in terms of, well, no, we're selling a message to very young people. And it can't be that everybody's dressed in like like little things, which is I feel like what a high school movie at that time would have been. Right. Am I wrong? I don't know. So you think they made them more modest? Yes. Everybody's always wearing long sleeves. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's super weird. Everyone is always wearing sleeves and long pants. And it's like nobody, like the the raciest it gets is cheerleading uniforms, frankly. You know? All right, calm down. 
which <laughs> I was very into. This. I want to talk about the cheerleader's dad, Kadeem and those Harrison. Sexy oh vibes. no, no! That the cheerleader's dad, Kadeem Harrison. Clowns. Oh no, no! <laughs> clowns, how did you do? I did all right. all right. You know, they're ladies. Jason clowns. has a Jason has a fear of clowns. Hey, less a fear of clowns and just like it brings back a, a real yeah. trauma in my life when there were clowns driving around my hometown, trying to lure kids into a van with candy. I mean, that did and nobody, oh, wow. nobody yeah. believed me. And then there were multiple news reports that said it was true. Yeah. Well, there's news reports that they're happening now. Maybe you spurned it. Um, Are you saying? This podcast yes. has started the new resurgence of clown yes. abductions. Yeah, I feel like clown. By the way, clown, yeah, that's a vote of confidence in this podcast. <laughs> that speaks to our reach. Um, there, like, this is what I love about movies like this because you can go very. It's, it's. I do agree that the moral of this movie is strong, right? Like, it's like. You can you can be many things. You can be a fashion designer and this uh, amazing science mind who can yeah. cr- mix two chemicals and make a fireworks display <laughs> in the lab. That was like Love Harry that. Potter. Yeah, that was. And it went for too long, just by like four yes. seconds. <laughs> like, and cut, and then. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it, like that was, and that's where, but. Um, the dad in the movie, when you're first introduced to the cheerleader's dad, he's in the kitchen, tight on a toaster, and he's trying to get the bread in the toaster, and he's like, ah, ah, I can't, ah, and she comes over and she's like, boom, and she hits it, and he's like, oh, what would I do without you? That is a problem that no one has. Like, that's not a, like, I can understand a dad going, I don't know emojis or text. Like, now that he's divorced, he can't do anything. It just seemed like, Later, uh, like, he's playing chess alone. Yeah, that was sad. I was, I was like, I felt bad for him. He, like, when she goes to I, college, he's going to die. I didn't know what they were setting up there, though, like with that moment in the toaster and the chess moment, because I do think there is that storyline we've seen before where, like, divorced dad or widowed dad tries to make the teenage girl, like, the surrogate wife. Right. And it's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and it's disturbing. My stepmom is yes, an alien. Exactly. But. Was that what was? I mean, for they also set up this story that the parents are so hostile to each other, and yet they, she, the mom walked in and she seemed, and they perfectly a pleasant. Yeah, yeah. And but then like she perfectly she's, pleasant. She said something like this. She said, um, "And remind your father that you have a dentist appointment on Thursday." And then he was like, "Oh, like again? You're giving me this again?" But it was it was an in it was an inappropriate response to that thing. It would have been like, "And tell your father to." Uh, you know, pay the mortgage or whatever, you know, it's like, but she's like, and remind your dad about the dentist appointment. He's like, ugh, woman. <laughs> I'm like, I what think I they were trying, maybe it got cut. I, they were trying to set up these stories where the parents were learning alongside the children. A lot was cut. We could Everybody. Feel, I think a lot <laughs> was cut. You can feel the floor. Wait, you can but, feel the cut and, 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 and that may have that been the crossover story. elements that would have elevated Bratz to. I'm curious, as a Bratz owner, Paul, uh, is there deleted scenes as part of your purchase? Ooh, there, is a, there is a uh, okay. DVD commentary, <gasps> which I got a couple notes on here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like and, a, a, a legitimate gasp from Kate. Uh, that's how I knew that John Voight is wearing a prosthetic <laughs> nose and ears. Wait, um, you didn't know that from just looking at his nose? Well, I knew the nose was definitely weird, but I didn't know the ears. Okay. Uh, Why and is then, he wearing a prosthetic nose? I don't know. My he best guess. To me. I mean, my like, best guess is so that people might not recognize him. <laughs> that's oh what God. it seemed like. Though, that's like, what I thought. Uh, the director, so strange. The director also pointed out that that scene in the Grove he shot in 15 minutes. 
scene. I was wondering. I was yeah. always. I'm always looking for background. Yeah. Like, who's gonna turn and look right oh, in the camera? I love. Yeah. I, I love. I, I actually liked seeing them around LA. I like. I like seeing like. <laughs> hey, I know that it's place. It's a film about Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, so we can't so, separate it. From this one is of the, the Annie Hall. I mean, it's this is like love LA's letter. Annie Hall. It's a love letter to Los Angeles, uh-huh. the city of dreams. <laughs> and that's. And I will continue this Annie Hall thing and say that's where it's some of the comedy. It's like there's some big moments. There are these. You know these. Kind of, uh, you know, a larger than life moment. Here's Big my, life question. My other thing, the other thing that I was obsessed with mm-hmm. watching this movie was that there is never more than 10 lines of dialogue spoken in a row before a song starts playing. True. Oh, yeah. And oftentimes that song is then abruptly ushered out and a new song starts. Sometimes a song only plays for like a verse and then it turns into another song. Like, this is so heavily soundtracked, this movie, that I felt as though I was losing my mind. Well, I will also argue that this movie builds to a singing performance yes. from the Bratz, but they are not established. Like, in a weird way, I would have liked the movie to start as they're in a band or they like yep. to sing together. Right. And then they go their separate ways and then they come back and they show everyone what they got. I love this. It would have been a huge script note. Yeah. needed that. Just show me where they yeah. get this. But, but instead, we don't understand. The only one, Yasmin wants to be a singer, but yeah. she does, we never see her sing. She's too shy to sing. And so she doesn't sing until an hour into the movie. Yes. Is when and the only person that sees her sing is a deaf. We no, have no, to no, talk no. about deaf. the deaf That's boy. That's a different hour. Um, we have to talk about the deaf boy. Well, this is um, this is like, this is the kind of movie t- where even like everybody like triumphs. You know, let's, even the deaf boy can hear. Basically, he's hot. This is uh, basically he's so hot. This is when she meets him. Here, I'll take a listen. Hi, what's where you're going? Are you blind? Hello. Close up no, on her I'm mouth. Deaf. What? I'm deaf. You don't sound deaf. Well, you don't look ignorant, but I guess you can't judge a book, right? Kaboom. And that is the introduction of our only love interest in the film. No, that's oh, not true. There's I don't that think so. other guy. Oh, right, There's yes. Jade. Is he in the science club or is he? No, there's he's... two other love interests. Oh. There's that guy who's amazing, Derek, who ends up doing stand-up comedy. Yes. Oh, yes. Derek. He's a brilliant And actor. also the, the boy, Meredith's boyfriend goes yes. with Chloe. Well, yes, because that's Meredith's right. boyfriend, when they're in the Grove, like they see him across the way, and I would say this is a note that I would give uh, in a movie that is actually well directed. He Thank you. glances. <laughs> <laughs> he gl- like he glances at her in a way almost as if he would go like, "Oh, like it's so quick," and he's checking you out. He was not. He didn't seem to me checking her out. He seemed to like. Well, Glance. You mean the deaf boy. Yeah. Oh, was that the deaf boy? That, that was, was yes. the deaf I was confused boy by all these faces. I will I say, the deaf I, boy. I had a. Did you have white guy face blindness? <laughs> I did. I had white guy face blindness. I had white girl face you blindness. You had brat's blindness. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, plus Make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus 
With Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, you choose your tone, and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning, and when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Did anyone else think that when she first, when Chloe first walked into the house, that the mom was dead? It was yes. What? I yes, did. I did. I thought, oh wow, because she's like, mom, <laughs> mom, and the mom was oh. on the, lying yeah. dead on the couch. I assumed she was dead. I thought I was it was like, alcohol. Well, here abuse. we go, brats. <laughs> yeah, because I, then the way she came out of her mania, she's like, I, to, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if it's supposed yeah. to be that. I wonder if it's That's supposed to I, be but that, they, they but they can't do it. Because I do think again, I don't think they can indulge in any of the harsher storylines of any of this, you know, because it's for 10-year-olds. Now, By the my way, question is, so Chloe ends up, they win the talent show. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> but, so Chloe cool. ends up, they decide as a group that Chloe's going to be the recipient of the money from the scholarship. Well, first scholarship. of all, they decide that there's a tie. When there's a tie, one person gets the trophy and uh, the other person <laughs> gets the full scholarship to college. Of your choice, to <laughs> yeah. any college. Yeah. Of your yeah. choice. It doesn't yeah. matter if you get it like, or not. That's cool. Keep going. <laughs> that seems that's cool. really, really messed up. <laughs> it seems crazy. Yeah. Okay, but... But Chloe could, I would say, arguably, has the best chance of a scholarship on yes. her own because she's, she's a very a soccer good soccer whiz. player. Yeah, that's what I wrote down too. She that that's a soccer scholarship I don't, in the making. Yeah, I don't think you'd call her a soccer whiz. <laughs> 
Well, She's June a was you're a real soccer, June, right? June was a soccer whiz, weren't you? I was. So I oh, so that's what you Gabe called it. Gabe. <laughs> yeah, June traveled around uh, Long Island. Uh, oh, I believe yeah, it. That's right. When that's we got right. married, her dad referenced the great victories of June's life, and uh, uh, one of them was soccer. soccer. No, the whole speech was about soccer. Yeah, amazing. Wow, <laughs> the entire speech was just like a list of all of my stats. Yeah. Really, like literally yeah. embracing that's the stats. Awesome. That's and this is uh, after you've be, uh, done a lot of successful work as an yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah, not mentioned. <laughs> yeah. um, when, when, uh, I, again, because I don't know any of their names. Um, when they do, and they're in that kitchen, and she uh, picks up that. Uh, she's like, like, oh, you guys are angels. Then she picks up a donut and puts it not <laughs> over her head like a halo, kind of like up, like almost like you would put like um, an ice pack on your head, like, oh, I'm hungover. It's like, yeah, hey, like it was odd. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, but anyway, we were talking about Chloe's scholarship. dad. Dead? That's not okay. We don't oh. go there. We I don't, don't <laughs> talk about Chloe's dad. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No, they never. It's like, wow. It, it, I mean, look, it speaks very loudly, but it is unspoken um, I don't know. It seemed really taboo. It seemed like I he think her was mother's alcoholism dead. drove him away. <laughs> I think or killed, maybe she killed him. Maybe the mom killed him. I think they did a lot of work to show different family structures. Right. Some children are raised by a grandparent, as is with oh. Bobby. Some people divorce, divorce. is an issue. We yep. got the divorce. Was there the nuclear family? I don't think they're and that's why the show is punk the movie that, yeah that is it is it's a very this movie well, is pushing boundaries well wait that's a minute that's a good point <sighs> I would say Catharsis. Meredith I never I never saw Meredith's mom you, yeah you don't you see her parents at the talent show or wait, do you wait, just dad is the principal oh oh Meredith I'm Meredith. sorry now I'm doing dad it. is the principal yes. we never hear about her mother it is odd there well, are you see the Asian biracial family yes yeah. and they seem to be she seems Amazing. to be an only child, maybe. I was gonna say, yeah. they're a nuclear family, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yes. you know, and they're very protective of her and her fashion. Uh, you know, she's you know. Well, she also has successfully managed to have built a secret room in her in, a bat yeah. cave in her Scientist. a fashion cave. Yeah, a That's, fashion cave that would be <laughs> impossible. To have like a sliding door secret closet, but that's where I'm okay. You know, this is a bit of wish yeah, fulfillment like for it. kids who want that. That's like, fun. I get that, but also like architecturally, that would be impossible to put in a secret to the room. That's I how will we go. I will say too, it is a, it is an odd, it is an odd it is an odd choice for your four main characters to be so dynamically great at everything. Oh, they're geniuses instantly. They're amazing at soccer. They're amazing at singing. They're amazing at fashion. They're amazing catering. at science. Catering, <laughs> cooking. They, there is not a single thing they can't do except for keep friends. I mean, that's oh, really, that's their only yeah. downfall. They, But I thought that was odd. Like, there's not much for them... There's like not everybody's like a triple threat. Yeah. yeah, everybody can do everything because also many of the jocks also like the deaf boy is also a big time jock. Now is he deaf because of an accident? Did yeah, he say? Yeah, I think he's so. like I miss music. So he's recently deaf. It's well, a tra- I'm addressing- probably going to say something very ignorant, but I uh, this is a big disclaimer because I think if he would have been born deaf, there's no way his voice would sound. Like no, that. yes, I think right. it's. Correct. I think this oh, has fine. Okay. happened to him. But why does he call her so ignorant? Because she, uh, she says, says you don't sound deaf. Because he's like, how dare you assume that I can hear based on the sound of my voice? There are all there's a range of deaf experiences. Right. Uh, yeah, he's saying yes. that. Yeah, she doesn't. Right. Yeah, she's expecting him to do something that would be very stereotypical. And by the way, he does dip into 
what I can imagine would be called deaf voice by like an acting coach. And he you does? can I've feel heard he yeah. slips into it a twice, times, barely. Yeah. And then you could feel they were like, pull back. Pull back. We don't want that. Back. It was almost like do yeah. one, do one as without any affectation. And let's yeah. just taste it. Here's the, my favorite scene where what the, he sign where, well, he way, does a little bit. What does he do? Go for it. Go for it. Um, this He's is when a great lip reader. When the music teacher, well, oh. he does at one point when they say hummus or something, or she said uh, oh, foie no, gras. She oh, says oh, pomplamoose. Yeah, he's like, I'm not that good. Uh, but this is when the the music teacher finds him. I just like this. Oh. This is him playing the piano. Dylan, you've been holding out on me. Huh? All this time, I thought you were just some cool jock. What? I miss music. I feel you, but you don't have to. What are you talking about? I can't hear. Come here. Like that's the music switch you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> this is feels it on his neck. So he's a DJ who is feeling it all on his neck, which I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. Maybe it is a thing. It, I, well, it's also a thing. Apparently, that the that, earphones. Yeah. Well, I get. Yeah, he but feels I'm the vibration. Like, but could you? But based on vibration, are you going to be able to be an effective DJ? Is my question. Right. Well, I think this Bratz is kind of tackling that question. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. feel like if anything, that's what this movie is about. Yeah. Sound is vibration. Yeah. Vibration is sound. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just moving through the airwaves, mm-hmm. connecting us all together. Are you okay, Kate? Yeah, we're the brats. <laughs> <laughs> we're the brats. <laughs> I would like to pitch the four of us now to be in the next Bratz movie. Oh, I would as, love it. like the brats all grown up. Big brats. <laughs> big brats. Big brats. Big brats. Brats vacation. I'm ready. So Because brats it's... vacation is about people with different backgrounds yep. doing different things. Big and... brats. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Big Brats, which is no, which another is, yeah. movie we're making. A, that's our Chicago-based a, movie <laughs> where we all own a sausage factory. <laughs> right. We still have all the same issues, yep. but we just deal with them differently. Yep. And yeah. then the crossover movie, Brats vs. Brats. <laughs> and we'll be playing duplicates of ourselves. It's going to be really fun. I um, I want to talk about the food fight. Oh, I want to talk about the food. By the way, why is everybody in the cafeteria eating a so giant much bowl pasta. Of spaghetti? <laughs> so much pasta. When so when much. when the first pasta dump happens, Huge. it is as if a full boiling pot of pasta is poured on her. Well, here's something like from the disgustingly hot day too. Like, why Oof. why is everybody in the school eating giant bowls of pasta? I'm going to just say that when the director in the commentary said. Not enough spaghetti in that scene. No, <laughs> literally, no, that you're n- kidding. Not enough. <laughs> Did not have enough spaghetti in that scene. Oh my god! <laughs> but by the way, she wore that spaghetti better than like I was like, well, wow. She's the fashion one. She, she knows how to when, make spaghetti work. When that spaghetti, like it, it landed on her, and it didn't like just fall off. It like stayed it on her perfect. head like a like a mop almost. Like <laughs> there was also a stifled laugh. I don't know if anyone else caught it. Oh no! It. No. Um, our um, wow. What's her name? The lead, Yasmin. Yeah. Yasmin mm. gets Yasmin gets a fistful of spaghetti, and yeah. you, f- you can see her start to laugh. Oh. And I was like, "Cut! She's yeah, having no, a great, she's having a great time. Let's redo Take it this. again. Let's reset see, the pasta. Everybody, reset the pasta. This is too interesting much. about those actresses. You know, I because I I think what they ended up doing was casting dancers. Mm. Well, Do you know there's that whole like, oh, she's wrong. a dancer who can act. She's an it's actress who Disney, can dance. Like, like, that Disney, yes. That and I think that disease. they were all ultimately 
dancers and that kind of like That's Disney what, ma- Mouseketeer world that they tried that they gave a movie to. Well, IMDb doesn't lie. Look at the credits. Absolutely, after. it wasn't well, picking up. Yeah, no. The only one who really <laughs> took off was the the bad girl. Uh, Meredith. They always do. Yeah, yeah, she was on a TV show uh, that lasted for a hundred episodes. Here's an interesting thing She's about lying. this movie. Paula Abdul was going to be the executive producer, fashion designer, and choreographer of this film, but was fired. She looks like an adult brat. She yeah. does. And she's she, brat. Yeah. She was fired over email, and you can watch it on her Stop. TV series, Hey Paula, where she gets I've the seen email. That. I feel like so, I've seen this too. I've seen that. Wait, how come? I have seen I've this. Seen that some that, count. I have she's seen like in a studio, this. right? Yes. Yes. She's like, hey, hey, hey. Yes. So what would this Wait movie would have been do if it was? I oh, don't have to. I wish I had the, the Paula get the call. I've seen that moment, guys. I have an update. Yeah. Oh God. There are multiple Bratz movies. I have to many break. of them starring these same girls. What? what? This is Bratz the movie. There's one called Bratz for real. What is that? Wait, but are you saying that they are continuing oh, their character? Wait a minute. Maybe I'm looking. No, there's a lot of Bratz cartoons. Maybe these. Okay, oh, sorry, so I might be wrong. Cartoons. I need to look. Yes, yeah, so, but there's a lot going on. She's also Yasmin is also in Switched at Birth. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. She also plays Gretchen in Switched at Birth on a, uh, the ABC Family Show. Um, I'm just checking it out. Jade, oh, the, Jade was in Bratz for Real, the video game. Oh, if that's what that are, is. Okay. If you guys are playing Bratz Sasha, for Real. Sasha, the woman who plays Sasha, she is um, one of the characters in Dear White People. I'm just now looking at oh, great. Oh. I'm just okay. now looking I mean, at what they're for doing. Her. Look, guys, I don't know that it's Bratz their fault. For real. I, think, I think it's always tough to have younger actors. Oh, I think they're acting. Disney kids kind of they're coming out of the Disney that. Channel I've stuff. I've seen it. I, I don't need, know why. I have too. I need the same. So scary. I need to get this Bratz for Real video game. It's pretty amazing. I'm a little concerned, Paul, that you are purchasing all of the Bratz content. <laughs> shut up, Jason. Just shut your mouth. It's fine. This is a movie, and it's a movie show, I think and you I need love to it. Check his browser history, June. <laughs> Bratz, Bratz, Bratz. Um, there, oh, gosh. I wanna- also, all the terrible songs were written, clearly written for this movie, and yeah. all had like thematic lyrics that were like not at all subtext, were just text. Like, yes. it would be like they would have a moment of making up, and then the song would be like, and all the songs were weirdly chunky guitar rock and roll songs, well, the, not songs these they kids would listen to. By the way, all. they weren't fun songs. They no, had no they'd be like, we're friends now. I didn't mind Meredith's song at our Sweet 16 Fabulous. No, that was fine. That I appreciate it. What was it? It's all about me? Yes. Yes. I could not, I just simply couldn't understand the lyrics of the Bratz last number, which was like, we're attitude of gratitude. Bratitude. Gratitude. Oh, June. You want to hear hear some Bratitude? Bratitude. Platitude. To feel some gratitude. You know they want to go on Broadway with this. No, 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 that was gratitude. That was gratitude. Here we go. It's not at platitude. They're rhyming with platitude. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I heard gratitude in there. Gratitude. Gratitude is just an attitude. I see. Okay, so it's... It's Gratitude is not an attitude... It's not a platitude to feel some gratitude, gratitude, which I think is... Yeah, you have the like, latitude. I can't even... Really you have <laughs> latitude. 
I couldn't really make sense. Like, this is the song that's supposed to kind of harness their whole. But it's thing. like, it, it's and very gospel-y. Like, that's a gospel-y yes. song. It's like, right. like, I was like, it's not yeah. a, you know, it's like, I'm like, and. The vocals of 40-year-old women, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. A lot of backup singers. Coming out of children. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. end credit song that Yasmin sings is like a. Oh, a, a oh, oh I got, I got yeah. that. 40-year-old man. I got that again. Here, here we go. That's her. That's Yasmin. We're supposed to believe that that She's is now the Yasmin. That is without the visual, it's even more startling. Yeah. Well, by the way, they do a song at the end um, where then after the main the main song is over, they cut to this white room and a white piano. And oh, I didn't oh, see, I this. Didn't oh. see this. Oh, the yeah. Paul, uh, why are the, you watching the, the post-credit <laughs> scenes? Paul, what is happening? I watched this movie in one sitting from uh, uh, from midnight to 1.50 in the morning last night. Uh, the, yeah, uh, up late at night like a real perv watching the Bratz movie. The craziest part and you bought it. Is he also watched it with his mom last night. Yeah, I did watch it with my mom. My mom was like, what is this? Oh, She's my like, well, God. you're going to have plenty to talk about on your podcast about this. She was like, how this. did this get made? Oh, I would love it if your mom was a guest on the podcast. Oh my God, <laughs> It would be a lot of questions that you would be uncomfortable answering. Yeah. She's like, uh, that's do you think that they're attractive? Do you think they're attractive? <laughs> I don't think so. It looks like she was hit by a bus. <laughs> My mom oh, is very man. critical of these young girls. Yes, very um, critical of women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At Delta, we know Mike NHC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So the the birthday party scene. I do want to point out when the MTV crew is there. It's a guy. It's four people. I, I only saw one. I saw one guy oh. with a camcorder. I saw one oh. guy with a camcorder with an MTV shirt. That was it. And then the producer who comes up with the most fake ending of all time. Stu Perlman or whatever. Yeah. Or who am I, yeah. Is that a real person? Yeah, yeah Stu Perlman is a guy who put together like the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, Boys and yeah. everything like, like that. Lou Perlman. Lou Perlman. Sorry. Is that that yep. person? No. No, yeah. I mean, this is what he does. It's an homage. In my gotcha. Opinion. He comes up with this. Um, Tom McShavey, vice president, MTV Networks. <laughs> He's like the lost Busey, this guy. Networks. No. Nope. It's got the best numbers to date. You in the pool. Outrageous. My idea. Uh, smart girl. Oh, but you four girls, whoa. You have got superstar written all over you. <laughs> they do? Oh, without question. Hey, we're having the movie premiere next Saturday night. How would you girls like to be the featured act on the red carpet? Featured act on the red carpet. Uh, duh! 
Fantastic. We'll be in touch. <laughs> BFFs! Woo! Even better. Um, brats. so brats. brats, brats. That's how red carpets. I've never. I've been. To, I haven't been to. A, I haven't been to a million red carpets. I've been to a handful, more than a handful. Brag. Never seen. Never seen a band on the red carpet ever. As ever. the featured act. As the fe- featured act. So that, that, means, that means there are other <laughs> acts. Um, I, I need to pull up oh just to God. show your faces because uh, to see your faces on the final closing song of the Bratz movie. Uh, uh, just to see, I just want to see what you guys. Oh, think. the white room. The Paul, white room. is this so you can watch it again? This is weird, man. They're really talented, and I like supporting young artists Ugh, who are really into uh, whatever. Really You're gross, gross man. <laughs> I think it is. I am disturbed though that I looked up and this has like two stars, and I really feel like it deserves more. Katie. And I think it's such an upsetting <laughs> symptom of misogyny in our culture. This was not celebrated. Lost your mind. Well, this is the weird thing about Meredith. <laughs> I, I think you've lost your mind. I think this movie is so terrible. And I also think it's terrible because for, it's such a ripoff of, like, the Meredith character. I'm so tired of seeing this girl in these movies. Like, she has no redeeming qualities. And we also have, like, what does she What does she want, ultimately? She order. Wants power. Order. She order. Power. But, but how does she experience power? Control. control. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go down here with okay. you. Okay. Right. <laughs> so control over just knowing everybody's in their place because people openly do not like her. Right. And she on the first seems, day of school, they come to seems her. Seems that scared of her. Like I have no idea what she's getting out of this she, order. She also is so involved in these things. Like she's running the talent show and stacking it purposefully with. Untalented people. Again, to what end? I can see her wanting to win a scholarship. She wants to, I think she wants to, she basically, she basically is in control of the whole school. She's student body president. Everybody goes through her. She decides where everybody sits. She is rigid. She's rigid and keeping control of everything. She's going to win the talent show. She's going to have the best sweet 16, blah, blah, blah. The, the, The existence of these four girls as four girls from disparate groups who are forging a, a bond and a clique of their own, like challenges her supremacy or her primacy as the rule maker, order maker, order giver, and allows for okay. people to say, well, then if, if, if they don't have to listen to her, we don't have to listen to her. And that means chaos. For well, her. but she I wants under- love. She <laughs> wants love. And the brass she? threaten. Absolutely. Yeah. She but wants love. And the brass getting it from. Exactly. She's not getting it. And she, so she, she the, the brass connection threatens her subjectivity. Oh. She's like, I have to break that up because that they're the, the connection Love they have threatens my identity. So I, the only way I'm going to maintain any power is if I divide up their, them. Here's what's hard she for me. She genuinely seem to love herself, though. Yeah, yeah. which honestly, and, and I think is a powerful, <laughs> which I applaud. Well, I guess I do, too, but it... It's what that's what's weird about the character is that if we saw that she was in pain over this right. situation she's gotten herself into, which is that she can't have any real connections and she's set up the system in the school that she thinks is going to help her, but there should be a certain amount of pain though that she experiences because of not having any real right. friendship. She, she also doesn't. Does. Brad does not go there. Like Brad Mean, mean no. Girls beautifully does that. We yes. see Regina sad. Yes. 
the, the, I'm not saying Bratz doesn't have limits. I'm not saying there aren't walls. Okay. But I'm just saying. <laughs> wow, it's really hard I was, for you to I say. I was blown away. Wow. Well, and then she she, she lords really with her a flash moment. drive. The only no, reason why those people the reason why those people are even friends with her is because she lords over them with this flash drive. And at the end, there's no comeuppance for her at all. Not at all. Because she still wins. Yes. She still she, wins. I think ultimately the we're, what we're supposed to take away is that that she what we know she's not winning because she doesn't have her friends. crew of brats. But the I don't know. Well, she, I think for the bar, <laughs> what I'm surprised with in this movie is normally this person, especially in a movie like this that's aimed at kids. Normally in this movie, that character would have a boyfriend, or, or well, she has a boyfriend. The the guy that ends up with Chloe, but she doesn't really care about him. No, she doesn't care about anyone. She only she cares like about a him sociopath. in the sense that <laughs> she, is. she is. She doesn't she is want like someone else to take a hundred percent a sociopath. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, she loves her dog, so I'd argue she's not a sociopath. She's a strong connection to Paris, <laughs> the dog. True. Who dresses true. just like her, and the director said that was one of the coolest things. That but he she thought never he has a yeah. moment. Classic filming. She never has. A, she has never has a moment where like she learns her lesson or whatever. When we see her at the end of the movie, she and her dad are spying on the brat singing in like in like class. Classic black hat, black turtleneck, yeah. spy uh, thief gear. <laughs> yeah, like, to, which, is, which is to assume like, oh, she's truly a villain. And they're and going that to, to me college. Seems like the wrong message to be sending. Yeah. To me, the message to send is like, oh, even the girl who is the villain or the enemy needs to be understood and needs to like of figure we herself all have the out. Monster inside of her. But she but should have realized that she could become friends, like real friends with yes. these people, and it would be okay. But that never happens. In fact, no. she's just turned into a even more cartoonish villain. I, I feel. Can I just she should ask, have had her confession moment. Can I ask one question? Why did the Sweet Sixteen party backfire? It seemed like somebody fell into the pool, and then the next day they're like, "Oh, well, the clicks are back now." Yeah. It didn't seem like there was any connective tissue to why the clicks went immediately back into position after they. I don't understand. I think that was. One of the very few flaws in the screenwriting Thank was you. that you're building to these two set pieces in the third act instead of just one. It's, yes, it's like, I, yeah. It's either going to be the Sweet Sixteen or it's going to be the talent show. Right. And in this movie, it was sort of both, and weirdly, like neither of them had. And 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 we, but it's odd because also it builds to this moment where everyone confesses. I'll just play this because this is also like, well, is that the point of this movie that everyone has confessions? Like, here we go. I eavesdropped on my sister, and then I betrayed her. Yasmin, I'm very sorry. Most of my friends think I'm a tough jock, but I've been taking ballet since I was five. And you know what? I like it. I'm Bubby, and I am a chocoholic. Hi, Bubby. The one that you didn't include, which yeah. is the most insane one, yeah. everybody's admitting, like, secret, um, I'm secretly passionate about ballet but I'm embarrassed or right. I, I love chocolate or whatever there's a nerd kid who gets up and is like I cheated <laughs> yes. on my all of my exams I cheated on my term paper I cheated on my finals like everybody else is like having a moment of revelation that is met with like <laughs> yes. acceptance by the crowd this kid is going to be expelled for his immediately, immediately they're going to be like you don't get to go to yeah. college his future so- is totally jealous. Yes, is yeah. is the moral that like these people were like these girls freed everyone in school from 
having different interests? Is that like the like? Is that what we're building to? Is yes. Like, yes. You can be a nerd and you can be into fashion. You could yes. be a this. Okay. Well, it's her monologue. She's like, I'm a science. I love science, but you know what? I also love fashion. Yes. And, that's and I thought cool, that was exciting. Exalt by the way, the that's a cool. Yes, you that's a still, cool story. Yes, you can still be femme presenting and be interested yes. in science. Yes. All right. <laughs> I, 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 how about the fact that no matter where they are. Whether they're at the Sweet 16, at school itself, which makes sense, but then anywhere else in the world, if you are a cheerleader or a jock or a member of the marching band, you only wear your uniform. <laughs> like, at the vibe. Sweet 16, the cheerleaders are all wearing cheerleader uniforms. <laughs> like, well, the, the people, how else would we recognize The people who them? love dinosaurs have dinosaur lapel pins on and are dressed as dinosaurs sometimes. Oh. That's another section of people that were discriminated against in this school. Uh, and they also like when they go over to her house. She's like, "Oh, we're just practicing," but they're all in their full. Yeah, they're always in their chair. Everybody's always wearing uniforms if their characters have them. Well, except for our girls. Like Jade will be with the no, no, no. Jade, Sasha will be with the cheerleaders. She's really she's wearing good. normal clothes, and they're all only wearing uniforms. Yeah. So. It was weird when that that cheerleader came up to her at the end, the captain saying, "You know, we we do want you on the team, but it's like, well, has she been auditioning for this team for two years?" You would think. I mean, it seemed like her position was being it was, still was still tenuous. Trying out, for still the trying out years later. But that's the that's the thing is like the, the, everybody basically has a moment. Every character, every brat has a moment where their chosen um, uh, click comes up to them and is like, "Listen, we love you. You're great. We right. want you on the team. We want you on the whatever." But if you don't hang out with us exclusively, yeah. you can't do it. That's what I want to know. That would not be allowed. What Yasmin was doing in those two years, because she is the only she's one friendless. that didn't have a click. Yes, because she's mm. too afraid to sing. So she's just what? But at one point, she so holds up a sign when she gets her invitation from Meredith in a balloon that popped. The sign says journalism. Right? Yes. <laughs> the easy way out, as we all know. Yes. Sure. Journalism. Yeah, so. yeah. She Well, she says she has a journalism thing earlier in the movie as well. <laughs> she says those words? She says she has, like, something for journalism. <laughs> She does. I remember it. I remember hearing it be like, what, was, what is that? So that's what she was. That Those are the kids she was hanging out with? Like yeah, she's a real. She, she should have been. Gulf War. She's a real. She should have been breaking the story on Meredith. What's yes. going on? What's yes. making her tick? The hard drive, the dad, the, the inner. A, and she could have used it to her advantage, digging up dirt, Absolutely. being an investigative journalist. She could be a real she Rory Gilmore. I, lid off of all of I still want to talk about the, the magician that clearly killed that girl in the box. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> killed that girl. And why? Why was Yasmin's little brother at the Sweet 16? He snuck in. Yeah. Okay. Why, yeah. Did, why did John Voight have a bodyguard? Like a, no, uh, yeah. Who's also the vice, the vice president? Principal. Wait, the vice oh, principal? Vice principal, yeah. Well, that was confusing. No, yeah. The vice principal I didn't forgot get that. to cast it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. you're both. You're both. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had an opinion about this movie, but there are people out there oh with a different God. opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. Come gather round, listeners, on every device. And keep your ears open, I won't say it twice. Paul, June, and Jason are not very nice. To bad movies, over which there's a shit ton. Their mockery of mediocrity will not suffice. It's time for a second opinion. Oh, 
Oh, you're quite funny on screen and on stage. But you've got a few black marks on your own wiki page. Bad films are released in wave after wave. Don't act like you've never been in one. We all saw your shoulder on screen in me days. It's time for a second All right, these are five-star reviews called from Amazon. Uh, these people love brats, and you know what? I think they're on Kate's camp here. Uh, this is written by CoolKid363. This movie delivers important messages every preteen should understand before heading to high school. Uh, friendship is important, how to stand up for yourself. Plus, most preteens would enjoy this movie as many are excited to head into high school, and the movie gives them an insight of what high school is really like. And let's face okay. it, it's impossible for a movie to give perfect insight of what high school is really like. Oh, boy. Okay. Fair, Five. fair, fair. I actually do think that's fair, yeah. you know. Um, these are, yeah, these are a little bit different than we normally get. Uh, this is, um, oh, this is a good one. Um, the, okay, this is from Melanie Stepp. The language amounts to about five or six uses of God's name, but no more. Few times the characters expose a little belly, and there are a few short skirts. Meredith wears the most revealing out of all the characters. Who cares? How dare you? But the clothing is mostly very layered and modest, vastly yes, different yes. from the doll counterparts. Fashion and shopping and beauty are emphasized a little too heavily, but it's all fun. And not trying to look too sexy. Jade does lie to her parents, but she later apologizes. Aggressive shopping is shown in a not good light. I mean, do we really want to be jerking belts from other people's hands and playing a tug of war until one person goes flying? <laughs> when I don't the think camera's so. there, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, it's an extremely enjoyable movie that I want to watch again, despite myself. Five stars. Oh my God. I would not give it the big five. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Three that, stars yeah. would you give it? Three. Oh, nice. Wow. That's. I, I for feel what that's it fair is for Jim. you, yeah. <laughs> okay, for, what, for it is. what it is, yeah. For what it is, because I really, when, I'm telling you, when I press play, I went, "Here we go. This is going to be pure trash." And, you and enjoyed I was like, it "More than you thought." You, you know would. what? They're reaching, and in this day and age, a little ambition, seeing that. That for me gives you stars. Wow. wow! And by the way, Kate, you can come over to my house anytime and watch it. I own it now. This so much. is weirder. And this is weird getting weird. By the way, I do think that if Paul Abdul did get behind this movie, there would be a it would it would have ratcheted this movie up. Music Fashion and dancing. And dancing. Would have been I also she, think, unlike many of the movies we do, I will I will judge this less harshly because it is a movie made for children. <laughs> like in a way that even though we've ta- we've ta- tackled other like yeah like uh, movies. Gooby and, yeah. and like terrible this like there was something about it which I felt like it couldn't be as sharp it had to be dulled or whatever because of its intent its intended in audience. In some ways, I feel the exact opposite. Yeah, which is that. The it movies made for children are so important. Mm, it should be held um, to a higher standard. It, yeah, it should be held to a higher standard. Well, so. I'll tell you that Roy uh, okay. wrote on January 25th, this product was delivered on time. My daughter loves this movie. I bought it for her, and she's a grown woman. Need I say more? Ooh, Five stars. Gross. Weird. I don't and like then, any of that. And then finally, we end with Cool Cat who says, I thought it was pretty good compared to those other stupid movies that came out this year, like Knocked Up. What? Yeah. If you love the Brats, I would say get this. It is not overrated. Uh, they didn't show any cleavage. <laughs> sorry. They didn't show any cleavage. Cleavage? It was, it, sorry. Any I, just, cleavage. I, I was starting to laugh at the, the fact that this guy is pervo. 
I just started to laugh at it. Sorry. Uh, it is an overrated. Are I you did... laughing to cover the fact that you wrote this? I, whatever. Are you, I have are you trying about this Paul, movie. Are you Roy? <laughs> um, it is an overrated. Uh, they didn't show any cleavage, and it was enjoyable for all audiences. I can't think of a movie that is better than it. Wow. And it's definitely better than SpongeBob, and I wasted my money on that. Five stars. Jesus. Wow. I mean, yeah, more cleavage for sure in this movie, Roy, a.k.a. Paul Shear. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I. I also felt like the girls got a bum rap for breaking that bust. I, I feel like whoever put that uh, principal's oh, yeah. bust on that, they didn't. They didn't solder it Can down. It right? no. was very. Did bad. you guys notice that during the food fight, there were at a certain point just cream pies on the ground <laughs> that no. people started picking up and throwing at each other. No. There just were cream pies. Damn, I they bend that. down and pick up cream pies and start mushing them into each other's faces during the food fight. I was like, why are those just there on the ground, like in tins? Yeah. Movie magic. I always felt in Great middle school and high school a little scared a food fight was going to break out. Mm-hmm. Like it's really it's, there's so many food fights in like teen movies and kids sure. movies. I always like felt like I was living under the fear that at any moment someone was going to throw you know a our parents at me. lived and under the happened. fear that there was going to be like uh, an, an atom atomic, bomb. Yeah. atomic bomb <laughs> <laughs> and we had food fight. Yeah, um, we would do a terrible thing in my cafeteria where you would. Uh, like say someone was sitting down and it could be anybody. It wouldn't just be a nerd thing. It would be, and if you pulled the seat out from underneath them and they fell oh, on the yeah. ground, the entire uh, cafeteria would start chanting, no. dick, dick, oh dick, God. dick. Oh, and it would be like a hundred oh, or something. People just Even all you? Sh- of course me. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 oh, and by the way, the, the, the worst moment that happened here was there was a, a football player who was on crutches oh, boy. one time. <laughs> And he was pushed oh, backwards, and his crutch broke the window, and he fell out the window into a courtyard. It was the same level courtyard. He fell out the window, and the whole cafeteria was like, dick, 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 as this man has fallen the through. The cruelty of children. Yeah. That's terrifying. And I so thought, it, horrible. And it was so fun to everyone be, <laughs> to be part of the dick, gang. Because you could yell dick, yeah. and you weren't It was in a Catholic school. You couldn't get in trouble, and everyone's screaming <laughs> dick, and the, the brothers couldn't control it. But now thinking about <laughs> that young man, you? never happened to me, thank God. Oh. Thank God. Oh. Uh, it still might. Uh, it may. It may. It may. Here at the Earwolf Cafeteria. <laughs> no, God, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. We had to do some pretty fucked up stuff in my school. We dumped a kid in a, a garbage can head first. All right, babe. <laughs> we used to, for our marching band initiation, we would pick up uh, the freshmen. This is the nerds uh, against nerds. And there was like a big, huge industrial sink in the band room. And you would you would spend, first we would fill up the sink like halfway. And then you would get dunked in the sink, basically. That was your initiation. It was fun. Classic. It was very fun. Yeah, that seems it was a very innocuous. more light spirit. Oh, it was very innocuous. Yeah. So basically you like were wet for the next yeah, period. that's okay. Ooh. Yeah. Paul! Oh, sorry, sorry. Paul, you know what, man? I know you've got brats on the brain with their with their busty cleavage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good cleavage there. Um, well, uh, let's just go around the horn here. Uh, Jason, do you recommend the movie? I don't really. I mean, it is. This is... This is, um, I mean, listen, if my nieces were like, we're going to watch The Bratz, I'd be like, well, okay. I mean, I'd rather you watch something a little better. But on a, that's what I mean. Like, on a message level, it's all about 
It's all about friends being friends, staying friends, looking out for each other, being That's generous true. to people, being kind, having each other's back. Look, you know, like it's all it has all the right messaging for, I'm sure, the little girls that are the intended audience. But as a movie, it is just kind of boring, you know, like it really is. And it is the level of intrusive song. Uh, placement yeah. is uh, maddening. It's frankly. distracting. It is aggressive. It distracts from the brats. <clears throat> oh yeah, I want um, you know I want to focus on these of brats. You, you know, of course, you not do. the way that Paul does. <laughs> hey, I like these girls. Uh, Kate, what would you say? I, I would say, yeah, I, I would say brats. You know, it can't help but escape. It, it does not succeed in escaping kind of the trappings that you might expect from a film like this. Yeah. and at times they are um, offensive. Sure. And um, not stereotypical, and yeah. Right. However, I would say that it's well directed. I truly feel yeah. that way, <laughs> and I think it's visually, um, again, shot on film. And I think you gotta appreciate that. By the way, that's something that we got. Like a lot of these movies, we we don't give it enough credit. It was shot on film. Yeah, we've got some cool oh, it shots. It feels big. It yeah. feels like it, it feels big. They have you an elephant I mean? in it's this. It's ambitious, movie. and I, I recommend it on like a family ski trip when everyone's asleep. Oh, I've never gone skiing with Whoa. family. But, that's yeah. the only parameters in which you would recommend watching it. Is Everyone's asleep. Everyone's like asleep. You find this DVD in a ski cab. Yeah. Like, what brats? Exactly. Oh, yeah. like, I don't want to do a puzzle of a boat. Yeah. They're just like, wow. sure. Watch brats. I most wonder people if people are not wealthy enough to ski, so because it's an expensive sport. Again, never so. went skiing as a child. I'm just a ma- I feel like it's a ski oriented. I DVD. wonder if people. I'm curious in the same way if people in this in our audience, the young people that is, are going to feel about this movie the way that other people felt about when we did Spice World and felt like this is preposterous, and people were like, "What are you talking about? This is my life." Right? No, I don't think so. I think Spice World was more our generation. Or no, that's what my I mean. Generation, yeah. but. but I, I I don't think we have listeners who Are went to see Bratz. Yeah, but listeners, I want to hear it. Did you well, did you, you go see like, Bratz? In two thousand seven, they were ten. Yeah. Which means that now they're they'd 20. Be 20. Okay, maybe they are listening. Wow. Yep. Listen, 20 year olds, if you're out there and you're listening to the show, let us know. Did this movie mean something to you? Did, did, were yeah. there girls who grew up being like, I'm a Jade, I'm a Yasmin, I'm a, like, like Chloe, everybody else Sasha. was like, I'm a My Samantha, I'm a Raya. I mean, yeah. I think what we are missing in our reading of this movie is the whole. The, more of the source material. I think we only know we the dolls. We gotta go back to the source. I, no, 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 no. I, I, we gotta I go back Paul, to the source. I think there's more that mm-hmm. we don't know but you, as a, about their that's families. A, actually, that reminds me of a great thing. Guys, as you know, we are launching a lot of other podcasts built off of this podcast. Bitch Sesh came out of yeah. out of our feed. Yeah. Welcome to the Bratcast. <laughs> uh, we're here. We're talking nut, nothing but brats. We're gonna, we're gonna get into the cartoons, the video <laughs> game. But nothing but brats. Uh, we're gonna uh, talk about the brats. because we got that bratitude. And and, you know, here we are. It's just it's just us. Uh, Yasmin, Sasha, Jade, and Chloe here talking brats with you. <laughs> I do think, though, we, there's more. There's another way to experience this movie, and I don't think any of us were able to really. I enjoyed it. Enjoy it. Because I think, like, we probably would have known more about their families and what happened to Chloe's dad. And yeah. All of that stuff just we what didn't know. What happened to Chloe's dad? We got to know. I thought. Read I bet it's it in the book. As he left the family, uh, abandoned them. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard. I don't think it was a death. I think it was it, like he left the family, and we have no money, it, and there's an I gotta, unsupported. I gotta dad say, out June, there. it's like you know, especially with that movie, it coming out. It's so hard 
you know, to adapt a piece of source material into a feature film and get everything right. Dark sure. Tower is having that issue. You know, and then I think. Yeah, when are you suggesting that this is a Stephen King property? I'm just saying that, you know, like. It did have clowns in it, like. You know, it. yeah, look, I'm just saying. It would saying, be amazing if it was like the four part of the Stephen King world. Pennywise. Uh, thinner, there's elements of thinner in here. Lawnmower Man. Yeah, there's a lot. Look, all I'm saying is. It's so hard to bring everything that you know from an action figure, ten inch action figure, and be able to put that in a movie. It's oh, yeah. a, I mean, look, the yeah. first Harry Potter movie was so hard oh, yeah. to get all that in there. You know, and this is an action figure. That's a bigger than ten most inches books. to thirty five millimeters, baby. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> uh, June, you recommend it or no? Um, I, I, I no. No, right. I couldn't ever. No, no, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And I went in actually when I saw that we were watching Bratz. I was excited. So I also went in. I was excited. It's not like a sci-fi movie. or it, I felt like it was in a genre that I could definitely stomach. And I was disappointed. <laughs> I was and disappointed. I, uh, I, I, you know, I say buy this. It's seven ninety nine. Oh boy. It's a steal. Oh you know, you're going to rent it. It's going to be four bucks. Like, like uh, you know, don't worry about it. Support the Brats. I feel like someone get back your twenty million dollar should budget. be able to buy this movie. Brats, Brats, Brat Attitude, Brat Brat Attitude. That makes sense why you're wearing that crop top t shirt. Whatever. I think it's fun and it's nice and it's hot out. Kate, talk to us about what you're doing. We know you have this great uh, Vimeo series five five five. Oh, thank you. That you can get cheaply. It's a, it's a, it's not an expensive Three, buy. Less than Bratz, folks. Three yeah. ninety nine, less than Bratz. You get five less episodes, starring myself and John Early, directed by Andy D. Young. And Just it's, check it out. It's really funny, and you have to it's go to Vimeo.com to get it. That's that's yeah. it. That's where people, you know. If you get scared, just Google Vimeo, Kate Berlant, John Something Early. Yeah. find it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? No. Anybody? Uh, no, I'm good. June. Um. I would just suggest for those listeners who are activist-minded, there's two great things you can check out. Five Calls, which is an app you can download, and ResistBot, which makes it really easy to call and contact your representative. I actually just use that. It's great. It sends a fax right to your representative. You write it on your text, and it nice. goes right in. Well, well I them. am a senator. Oh, and wow. I wasn't going to say that Whoa. here, but I am involved. I like so it. write to me, and we're going to do it. Great. Uh, Are we sure they all have faxes? <laughs> Fax seems like <laughs> outmoded. Do. Yeah, you want to get it's all not. that. Faxes it's is actually like, just as It's actually more as phone call. Because you they deal be, with so much paper. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, you want to yes. inconvenience these people. Trust me, when my secretary brings me a stack <laughs> of faxes, I go, okay, I'll read the bill again. And yeah. I appreciate you taking some of the time out of your schedule to watch this movie, because you were probably in that office people knocking on I that know. door. And I like, got home and my husband said, are you kidding? And I said, put the briefs, he's a lawyer, put the briefs down. I'm glad you said I, he was I, a lawyer because I would have thought his <laughs> underwear. Yeah, yeah, no, I, put the like, briefs clarify, down and put the brats in. I said, put the brats in, we're going to have fun. He loved it, I loved it, we had fun. <laughs> um, just a reminder to sign up for our mailing list. Uh, you can find that on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. That's the show, but it doesn't end here. Listen to our mini episode where the discussion about this movie continues. You can give us a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. I'll answer all your questions about this movie or even about your life. Also, if you like How Did This Get Made and you want to wear it or put it as a sticker or have it as a cell phone case, head over to tpublic slash stores slash HDTGM, tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM, and you can check out all of our amazing merch like Put Her in a Bra or the Jason Zardoz shirt, which I particularly love. A big thanks to Kelly Alto, Avril Halley, July Diaz, uh, Nate Kylie, and Leanna Waldron, all who come together and put this show and help me do the show every single week. But 
More importantly, everybody here at Earwolf, their amazing engineering team that puts together this episode, makes it sound absolutely flawless. Make sure you rate and review us on the iTunes. We like that. It's fun, and we have a good time with it. See you next week. Bye for now. At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.